Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Awake Podcast. My name is Liam, and I'm going to be your host as we continue our conversation over our Awake study and what we covered over the last six weeks. And so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be taking a deeper dive into some of the topics that we discussed with Joe at our tables so that you guys can continue your conversations, your relationships, and continue growing with one another. But today's going to be just a little bit different. As you know, uh, we were hard-pressed to fit everything that we wanted to fit into the six weeks. And so today, Joe is going to walk us through one of the topics that we didn't quite get to on friendship. So Joe, what do you have for us? Yeah, thanks, Liam. It's great to be with you all and again to continue these conversations. And thanks for being a part of this experiment, uh, experiment of uh, what it could look like to do life intentionally with other men. And as we have been learning on this, we certainly learned that you can't cram 24 typical sessions into this, into six sessions and get through it. So I've been humbled on that. Uh, the other thing we've been learning is you can't really cover everything that you need to cover. And so uh, these are always going to be a continuing conversation. And that's what we want to do. We want to circle back once we get through this last talk. We want to circle back around and cover them in more and from different angles, even with different people that will, will be on this podcast from time to time. So thanks for being with us. Okay, so let's talk about friendships. And I've, I've realized as, as a man that you have to be intentional about friendships with other men, and not just intentional about who you'll hang with and what you'll do with them. I think men can kind of join into common activities, common shared hobbies, or common shared interests. If you're a Chiefs fan or a K-State or a KU fan, I mean, you tend to congregate or you know do things with other men who share your interest. But what I'm really talking about is really that type of friendship, that deep relationship that you could have with other men that you will sharpen one another. Um, and so as I think about friendships in my life, there's kind of a continuum of three types of friends that I have. And I don't always get into friendships with guys saying, I need this and you will be that for me. It's not like a job description. But here's where I found I've been most blessed by relationships with other men. There's going to be men, first of all, who are ahead of me. These are wise counselors that I, I see them as. In other words, they have gone through what I'm going through, and they have perspective on it. And I need that. We all need that. We all need guys who are just a little bit ahead of us. Our kids need friends who are just a little bit ahead of them, who are hopefully mature and godly, <laughs> right? Because you can also have the wrong influences, who can look back on what they're doing and give you perspective. You need to know you're not the only one who's gone through this, and you're not isolated in doing this. And so uh, secondly, you need those who are with you. These are godly brothers who you're, you're um, going through life with, you're supporting them, and you're processing this kind of the same season of life that you're going through. We all need people like that, again, so you know that you're not the only one going through what you're going through. And then you, you need those behind you. And here's really where God uses this concept of legacy. Um, Henry Cloud in his book, Integrity, talks about wakes, and at least on relationship, relational wakes. Those are the type of, uh, you know, as you go through life, it's like a boat on the water, and you have 
results on one side of that wake and another side of that wake is, is uh, relationships. And that's the wake of you. As people have crossed your path, have you been a blessing? Have, have they been um, encouraged and supported by you? Or have they been you know, overturned, like an overturned boat on an on imbalanced wake? And so those are the three that I want to talk to you about. And so on your handout, you'll see that this talk is mainly about those three types of friends. So let's talk about that first one, uh, those who are ahead of you. And in Proverbs 4, verse 7, it says this. I really like the simplicity of this verse. It says, the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom. (laughs) And whatever you get, get insight. So it's kind of like, here's what you need to do to be wise. Just get wisdom. (laughs) Pretty simple. It's overly simple. Um, But the picture, if you look at the, and kind of pan out from the book of Proverbs and see what Proverbs is, it's the older generation speaking to the younger generation, showing them things that work and things that don't, what's wise, what's foolish, what's evil. And uh, those three types of people are addressed in the book of Proverbs. And you know what? Depending on the topic, we have a disposition. We have leanings towards being wise in certain areas. We have uh, leanings in being foolish. In other words, making those same mistakes or not wanting to change, wanting to change the truth <laughs> rather than to change ourselves. And then we have areas where, you know, on a bad day, we can actually be used for evil. And we need someone who's wise in our life who um, takes on the posture of consultant and And therefore, when we have someone like that in our lives, maybe it's a father, maybe it's an older brother, maybe it's someone who's 10 years older than you, or maybe it's someone who's uh, in their senior age, but you just have a friend who is older than you, you may serve in a ministry team with them, they may be uh, employed at your same company, and you look ahead and you kind of go, here's what you you, you tend to say a lot of when you look at them, I want to be like them when I get to be their age. If you have someone that you admire, that's someone who you need to take intentional steps, not to say, I want to move into your basement, but basically, hey, I I want to get some time with you because I have some questions and I'd like to know what you'd do if this was you. That question is one that I think uh, is a blessing. I think a lot of people can kind of process that. They'll ask more questions of you. And if you take on the posture where you're listening to understand them, it's amazing what God will do with that. And so um, as I think about your posture where you see them as a consultant, I need consultants in my life. I need people who are not in the mix of all the emotion and all the struggle that I'm in when I'm facing a challenge. There's someone who can go out of the fray and, and basically speak wisdom, speak truth, speak grace into these pictures. And so into these realities, excuse me. And so Proverbs 4, 7 basically says you need to get wisdom if you don't have it. And the one place you can get that wisdom in addition to the word is a godly man who's ahead of you. And when you hear that advice, um, instead of just reacting to it, no matter how harsh it may sound or how point blank it may sound, um, really take some time and think about it. Um, I have people in my life, like my dad is one of them, that I'll share my realities and he'll give me back what he thinks and I'll 
I'll try to listen and I'll try to hear. Sometimes, guys, it's too much information. And sometimes I feel like he's just moving back into coach with me. So I have to very graciously say, okay, that's a good thing. Or, okay, I really appreciate that. Um, And I don't necessarily follow everything he says on that. Mm -hmm. Then there's other guys who are way ahead of me in uh, leadership positions or are no longer leading in my capacity, but do have led in those capacities and faced even more battles than I have. And, And they are people that I listen to. And when they tell me to do something, I usually really try to make that happen. I have a friend who uh, I know we do a lot of stuff with, but he's even ahead of me, at least around the ages of his kids and on the money of years he's been a, a dad, and that's Rick Tagg, and he's one of the guys who's a little bit ahead of me. He and like a Bill Hess. Um, I remember when he was living, I had Chuck Preston, who was in his 80s, and he was served in Papua New Guinea as a missionary for 42 years. And I just would share a whole bunch of stuff with Chuck from a perspective of, a, you know, what do you, when you see this, what do you think? And uh, we need those kind of guys with us. Okay. So secondly, secondly, there's those who are with us. And flipping over a few few um, chapters in the book of Proverbs. In Proverbs 17, verse 17, this is the age-old wisdom for friendships. It says, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Um, I like that because these aren't just when the sun is shining and you're good and you can get something from them or they can get something from you. Um, They are a friend that through all the seasons, they've shown you faithfulness. And the posture you want to take, like the people, the friends ahead of you, you were a wise son. Okay, that's kind of that picture of the book of Proverbs. Here you want to be a faithful, loyal friend. And that is when the person is easy to love and when the person is difficult to love, when the person is a joy to be around and when the person is a drag to be around, basically. And so um, as you as you learn the depth of that love and loving uh, a, a friend, Throughout all their all their circumstances, there needs to be that caveat. Even if they go off the deep end, where you go, I love you, you're still my friend. Um, but man, I if you disagree with them in an area, you need to tell them that. But you don't need to break that relationship. And the posture that you see them as is who's someone who is with you and for you. And so when you think about that, um, these are these are guys who you go through life with, and you meet on a fairly regular basis. Um, I have friends like this. Uh, Greg Pruitt is one of these friends who um, we have gone through now about 14 years of him being a part of fellowship. Um, He's served in close proximity with me. My life is an open book to him. I think even on another level, um, you know, all of our elders are friends who have gone with me. And uh, they are guys who I want to be like, who sharpen me. They're, they're guys who I'm very open. I think about guys like Curtis Clam and like Paul Meyer. They're in my uh, community group. These are guys we're all doing life together. And when it's just us three in that small group, we end up, you know, when we get away and kind of share life, we go a lot deeper than even we do with our wives in the room. Uh, because there's things that we wouldn't want everyone to know. And yet there's that picture of I'll love you no matter what I know about you. And when I know more about you, I'm going to respect you more for sharing it with me. 
And so that's that's a really key. And those take time. They just take time. They don't happen overnight. And you can't expect for that to happen overnight. So be patient with that, but be intentional about it. When Cheryl and I started having kids, our lives radically changed. And we realized we don't want to just raise our kids with just each other. We want other couples, other families to raise our kids with. And we decided to get into a community group with three to four other couples. And we just decided, as messy as it was, these are going to be our friends. And we committed to them until we moved from Chattanooga to Topeka. But when we moved here, we met other friends. And so it's that intentional time and space for you to be a loyal, faithful friend with those around you. And then finally, those, that group that I would encourage you towards is that group behind you. And in 1 Timothy chapter 4, 12, verse 12, it says, Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. And so Paul is talking to Timothy, who was younger than him, and Timothy was the one that Paul had built in so much as he served in the church in Ephesus, and he ultimately became that spiritual father for him. And I just think about, if God has brought you with friendships so that you have friends who are ahead of you, and you have friends who are with you, then... God needs someone that people behind you can look forward to and look at and and have them build into your life. And it covers all those bases there in what I say in my speech, in how I behave, in my conduct, in how deep I love or shallow I love, in how deep I believe and or how shallow I believe, and in the purity or more basically immorality. Uh, we want we're going to be an example of all these, the best and the worst of that. We might as well be intentional in showing the best of this in these relationships. And so when you think about that, um, this is going to be a place where God puts you in guys' lives to speak truth, to listen, uh, to counsel from time to time, to affirm. I mean, every man needs someone just a little bit ahead of him who says, I see you. I recognize you. I see this in you. I mean, we say a lot here at Fellowship when we're developing leaders, the I see in you conversation. I see in you a person who is growing, who is mature, or I see a person in here who's, who never gives up. And, and every man needs someone, even outside their father, telling them that and encouraging them and affirming them in that. Okay, so I gave you kind of that picture of the three types of friends you need in your life. There's those ahead of you, there's those with you, and then there's those behind you. And um, with those ahead of you, you need a wise counselor in your life. With those with you, you need godly brothers. And those behind you, you need humble sons (laughs) who you can build into and you can be a blessing to and show a picture so that when they get to your age, they at least have a playbook. That's, That's good for them to do that. Yeah, and when I've seen these three things be evident in my life, I get so much different. You know, when I've got somebody who's pouring into me and then brothers who are beside me. Yep. And then I'm able to pour out. It's just not stagnating with me, the, the life change that's happened in somebody else. They're passing it down. And so as we're kind of 
leading guys to gather back together into their groups, yep. what are some questions or what are some ways that we can kind of practically work through this topic together as we all get back together this month? Okay. So getting back together, everyone's going to, you know, getting back together is going to be difficult, right? Because they now have their freedom again. They're, right, yeah. they're out of the structure of this. So find a time that a majority, not all of them are going to be able to make it, but a majority and just say, every month I'll call you. And hopefully we'll put out an email. You're going to do an email that yep. would basically yep. tell every guy who signed up for this, the podcast's out and your group leader, your table group leader is going to do that. Um, yeah, so get getting back together and some questions as you engage the, these types of friends that you're talking about is you want to ask them because they need to share the stories if they do or they don't. Do they have someone ahead of them who they look to for wisdom and counsel? And what does that look like? Because if you just go in the in the crisis time, okay, you only make the call when something's bad, mm-hmm. okay? Um, you're going to miss out on a whole bunch more wisdom that they have to give you when times are not bad, but with things that they've learned. So you're going to have things that hit you that are crises, and then you're going to have desires that hit you that you go, I wonder how he would handle that. Or there might even be blessings that go, how should I handle this? I don't think it's, I think it's one of the greatest compliments when someone's younger asks me a question like that. I feel so honored that they want me to do do that and, Mm -hmm. and to speak into their lives. And so... That's been really key. Um, okay, so and and with that, I would say another question is, who do they have with them? And obviously, that's where the table leader can re- really say, "Hey, you guys are it right now," or "You're a group of guys that I just liked uh, that I'm honored to be with you as we intentionally talk about these topics." And uh, if they have other stories or if they can affirm each other around the table of what they see in others through that, I always try to do that. Like at my table, I had uh, Curtis Clam and and Paul Meyer and uh, my son Jack and uh, Zach Force. And we just sat around and I was able to encourage each of them as we, we were able to do this together. So, and then finally, when they think of other men behind them, um, Think about think about what that might look like. You know, for me, I, I think it's always easy to start at the easiest, uh, the easiest decision. For me, I got a group of guys like my kids around their age. I invited uh, their friends with them into an early morning study that we went through all of those t- key areas of that First Timothy four twelve passage. How do we be an example to others in speech, okay, in conduct, in love and faith and in purity? We looked at each five of those, and I just shared what I knew about every one of those topics, and we just kind of went around and around. I had different people answer questions, brought different people in on the mornings, and I spent some time just building into them and providing some space so they could navigate that through their adolescent years. So. That's great. So guys, here's what you can expect from me. We're going to be putting out an email to all of those of you who signed up to receive this podcast. We're going to send you out a reminder once the podcast is up so you can watch it and then go ahead and gather your group together. Set a time, as Joe said, when most of you can get together and make sure to check in that email for a link to this handout that'll have the questions that you guys can discuss. And we are super excited for this opportunity to continue these conversations on how we can be awake, aware, and available to 
to what God wants to do in our lives. Joe, thank you. We'll yeah, see man. you guys next month. Thanks, guys.